in the palace of the sea god. Hodere was a great fisherman, while his younger brother, Hoori, was an accomplished hunter. One day, they exclaimed, let us for a trial exchange gifts. This they did, but the elder brother, who could catch fish to some purpose, came home without any spoil when he went hunting. He therefore returned the bow and arrows and asked his younger brother for the fish hook. Now it so happened that Hoori had lost his brother's fish hook. The generous offer of a new hook to take the place of the old one was scornfully refused. Hoderi also refused to accept a heaped up tray of fish hooks. To this offer he replied, These are not my old fish hook. Though they are many, I will not take them. Now Hoori was sore troubled by his brother's harshness, so he went down to the seashore and there gave way to his grief. A kind old man by the name of Shiko Sutsu no Oji, or the Salt Sea Elder, said, Why dost thou grieve here? When the sad tale was told, the old man replied, Grieve no more, young one. I will arrange this matter for thee. True to his word, the old man made a basket, set Hoori in it, and then sank it to the bottom of the sea. After descending deep down into the water, Hoori came to a pleasant strand rich with all manner of fantastic seaweed. Here he abandoned the basket and eventually arrived at the palace of the sea god. Now this palace was extremely imposing and impressive. It had battlements and turrets and stately towers. A well stood at the gate and over the well there was a cassia tree. Here Hoori loitered in the pleasant shade. He had not stood there long before a beautiful woman appeared and as she was about to draw water, she raised her eyes, saw the stranger, and immediately returned with much alarm to tell her mother and father what she had seen. The god of the sea, when he had heard the news, prepared an eightfold cushion and led the stranger in, asking his visitor why he had been honored by his presence. When Hoori explained the sad loss of his brother's fish hook, the sea god assembled all the fishes of his kingdom broad of fin and narrow of fin. And when the thousands upon thousands of fishes were assembled, the sea god asked them plainly if they knew anything about the missing fish hook. We know not, answered the fishes. Only the red woman has had a sore mouth for some time now and has not come. After hearing this, the god of the sea accordingly summoned the red woman. And upon her mouth being opened, the lost fish hook was discovered. Hoori then took to wife the sea god's daughter, Toyatama, or the rich jewel, and they dwelt together in the palace under the sea. For three years all went well, but after a time Hoori hungered for the sight of his own country, and possibly he may have remembered that he had yet to restore the fish hook to his elder brother. These not unnatural feelings troubled the heart of the loving Toyatama, and she went to her father and told him of her sorrow. But the sea god, who was always urbane and courteous, in no way resented his son-in-law's behavior. On the contrary, he gave him the fish hook, saying, When thou givest this fish hook to thy elder brother, before giving it to him, call to it secretly. He also presented Hoori 
with the jewel of the flowing tide and the jewel of the ebbing tide, saying, If thou dost dip the tide-flowing jewel, the tide will suddenly flow, and therewithal thou shalt drown thine elder brother. But in the case thy elder brother should repent and beg forgiveness, if, on the contrary, thou dip the tide-ebbing jewel, the tide will spontaneously ebb, and therewithal thou shalt save him. If thou harass him in this way, thy elder brother will of his own accord render submission. Just before Hoori was about to depart, his wife came to him and told him that she was soon to give him a child. She said, On a day when the winds and waves are raging, I will surely come forth to the seashore. Build for me a house and await me there. When Hoori reached his own home, he found his elder brother, who admitted his offense and begged for forgiveness, which was readily granted. Toyotama and her younger sister bravely confronted the winds and waves and came to the seashore. There, Hoori had built a hut roofed with cormorant feathers. And there, in due season, she gave birth to a son. When Toyotama had blessed her lord with offspring, she turned into a dragon and slipped back into the sea. Hoori's son married his aunt and was the father of four children, one of whom was Kamu Yamato Iware Biko, who is said to have been the first human emperor of Japan and is now known as Jimu Tenno. <laughs>